Welcome to the Wealth is in the Details podcast. In this podcast, financial planner Peter Raskin helps families and business owners understand and prepare for their wealth journey. Along the way, thoughtful and detailed planning can provide clarity and confidence as clients confront a multitude of financial decisions. Listen in as Peter shares stories and insight into people's wealth journeys. Now, let's get into today's podcast. Hello and welcome to Wealth is in the Details with Peter Raskin from Raskin Planning Group. Good morning, Peter. How are you? I'm great, Eric. How about yourself? Doing fantastic. We were talking about, uh, just before the podcast, we were talking a little bit about the fact that we both had wonderful weekends and I think the weather cooperated for both of us for a change. I don't know if we've been on the same page with that since we uh, since we started this podcast, but right. summer, summer's <laughs> coming, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, well, it feels like summer is here in the Boston area. It was uh, it was really really nice. The sun was out. Uh, we had some warm weather, but not too hot. It was really nice, and uh, I had some uh, just a great weekend. Um, on Sunday, I got a haircut for the first time in over four months. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I was very happy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and then on Saturday, I just had a great joy. Uh, I got to see my uh, 92-year-old dad, who lives in a uh, large independent living residence for uh, for seniors. Wow. And and he's basically been on lockdown for months. Yeah. Uh, and and this this weekend, we felt like we could go over there. Um, my my wife and two of our grown kids and my sister. And we 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 got to to visit with him, uh, socially distanced, of course, uh, mm-hmm. outside in a, in the parking lot, uh, all sitting six feet apart. Yeah. And, uh, and then our o- oldest who lives in uh, Minneapolis, uh, FaceTimed at the same time. So oh, that's nice. It, it felt like a, a family gathering. Uh, and so my, my dad's only request when we, when we were coming over was that I bring him, uh, the most chocolatey, fudgy Ben and Jerry's ice cream that I could find. <laughs> Oh man! So oh, he's uh, at ninety-two. He's he's uh, he, he's eating whatever he wants, which is good. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny that you said that because when you were talking about going and seeing him, right? That what brought to mind for me was this this kind of refreshment, right? This this refreshing moment when you I mean you haven't seen him for four months, you haven't been able to spend time for four months, and your your kids, so his grandkids haven't been able to spend time with him. And and the Ben and Jerry's is perfect because that's that same thing. It's like every once in a while you get this treat and it tastes so good. And and I think seeing family after being in quarantine or lockdown for so long is that special treat, right? That's that yeah, that just exactly. that sweet moment that just really really hits home. So I'm I'm so glad to hear that. And and you know again we've had to be virtual for a long time. So your child that was able to FaceTime at the same time you all were there. What a great opportunity! I, I, I bet yeah, it was, was just a fun, a fun time. So it, it was a fun, fun day, and we'll we'll do it again, hopefully yeah. soon. Yeah, absolutely. Now I know the point of today's podcast is uh, you're going to be going over some reasons to review your planning annually, and I know that this is something that you've touched on before. Uh, but there's five reasons that you really want to go over today. What got you thinking about this, Peter? Well, it's this is kind of a maybe a long winded answer to your to your question, but. You know, we're we're four months. At least it feels like it's almost four months into this mm-hmm. uh, pandemic-induced recession. Uh, we're suffering severe unemployment, and you know, there's just a lot of other incredibly difficult things happening uh, uh, across the country right now with with, uh, 
protests and violence and, and all. And so it's it, everyone's on edge. And it's it's such an incredibly difficult time for lots of families and individuals. And and, and my heart truly goes out to those that are, are suffering and with those futures that are, are, are so uncertain. Uh, so I'll say that, you know, most of our clients and certainly my family, you know, we're, we're, we're quite privileged. Mm -hmm. You know, we've been able to socially distance. A lot of our clients are, are either retired or they work from home and they have resources and that, that protects them financially during these, these troubled times. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they're not anxious about their physical or financial health. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they are concerned and they're concerned about their children's situations and their siblings and their parents and their neighbors. And, and so there's just a lot of anxiety out there. That's that's what I'm I'm personally experiencing that. But I'm also hearing that from from many other many other people, friends and families and neighbors and all. So, you know, when, when on top of that, there's also financial markets that are 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 so volatile and, mm -hmm. and people have are confronting these times with lots of uncertainty relative to their economic and their financial well-being, as well as their health. So when we're talking to our clients, especially, one of the first things we do is we try to understand what's really troubling them. Are they anxious about their employment? Are, are they anxious about their retirement? Their, is it their physical health? Is it the news? Is it the politics? It's, you know, what's driving them crazy what what are they why are they feeling this anxiety and pain so that's what we we talk about i want to know what what they're all about and, and you know, most of the time i think what it comes down to they're concerned about their plan mm -hmm. <laughs> are they able to meet their objectives despite all of these things and um i just i think that anxiety is real and it's certainly to me it's a justified feeling uh, so I find that one of the ways to to help people through this process is to go through a, a thorough analytical review of their plan. Mm -hmm. And that seems to to help put people at ease. Yeah. And I could see why, because you brought up something just a moment ago when you were talking about people's plans and, and, and what they are looking to do and then they're concerned about their own finances they're concerned about their children maybe their adult children and that's what a lot of people are facing that are in retirement or nearing retirement is their adult children have been affected by this and of course as parents we want to help them out so that can really kind of throw a wrench in somebody's plans if they're needing to kind of bail out or help their children through their own time and that's tough but that's all part of the journey and that kind of brings me to my my next thing here Peter, you've said this before, and I, I love your tagline, wealth is a journey, right? And that's kind of what we're talking about here. And, and having those reviews is, I think, a part of that journey. But is there a deeper analogy to your tagline, wealth is a journey? Well, yeah, I'm not sure how deep it is, but but I think I think of it more of as a, as a visual, more of an experience. Mm -hmm. um, and I like to say that uh, it's a journey across the ocean. When you're setting off from one shore to go to another shore you know you've got a lot of concerns <laughs> yeah. you've got you've got the seas you got the weather you got winds currents uh your your equipment you know your instrumentation if you're sailing you got sails um if you got cargo whether it people people or property you know you, you you've got all these things that um are really going to affect your journey whether it's a large or a small boat 
you can leave for this journey with or without a plan or a destination. Mm -hmm. And I, I always ask people, do you think your chances of success of actually arriving at any destination are higher or lower with a plan or without a plan? <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. So in my view, it's better to have a plan and, you know, think of it as a map, you know, certainly we don't use maps on the ocean, but, but we have, we have other instrumentation that helps us get from here to there. And, uh, I just think it's better to, to know where you want to go and, and then also, um, have a plan to get there. Yeah. I mean, we, we've, we've heard of them before. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody listening is, has heard of icebergs, right? That was a pretty yeah, major right. major issue for a certain boat uh, quite a few years ago and and again you've you've got the charts the nautical charts or maps whatever you want to call them uh, that help guide you but you also are keenly aware of of possible hazards you brought up storms and you know I brought up icebergs those are important things Absolutely you know whether it's icebergs pandemics mm -hmm. um, uh, losses of jobs uh, sickness uh, divorce, you know, the list goes on and on. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I, I don't want to get down on, on that, but the fact is, it's, it's part of, part of any journey. You have to prepare. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, we, we're, we're all about just increasing the chances of success of getting to that destination. Uh, and we think that, that, that most people are going to benefit from having a plan. And we think most people are going to benefit from having a coach or a guide or a pilot or a mentor or an advisor to help them navigate through all of this. You know, I, I, I think, I'll, you know, when we think about world-class athletes and highly successful business executives and, and artists and leaders, you know, people surround themselves with others that advise and counsel. And the most successful people actually have a lot of other people advising them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, I mean, it's really the case. You think of, a, I think of just the athletes as an example. Your best athletes all have multiple coaches, nutritionists, uh, you know, coaches around um, stretching, strength, <laughs> speed, yes. what, whatever it is, and uh, and business people the same. That's 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 what I'm seeing out there. Um, you know, no one has all the best ideas or, or all of life's experience to, experiences to navigate through all these challenges. So if, you're, if life's so short, uh, we just want to, we want to surround ourselves with people that can, that can help. And um, I, I think we, we also all have these inherent biases around decision making you know we all have come to the table with certain experiences that drive our decision making and i think by having other input to that we're able also to avoid uh, making mistakes that that aren't necessary you know we we can we can get advice and that's mm -hmm. where <laughs> this may sound self-serving but uh, that's where a financial planner comes in into into play i believe that yeah. we help our clients navigate through those challenges that they might not have seen before and we offer a different perspective, a different lens to view the world as as life unfolds. Yeah, agreed, hundred percent. And so, to to me, uh, uh, this financial plan is this is an analytical tool that attempts to map out the most efficient strategy to get to your destination. Mm -hmm. My point of view is that all these plans, these maps, um, should really be reviewed annually. 
And it, so we're in this in this world right now where things um, are really uncertain, and it just brings to my mind how important that is. And and as as you said before, I believe there are are five reasons, five important reasons that we should look at our our planning uh, every year. All right, what's the first one? First one is very important. <laughs> it's very important to understand what what a plan really is, and a plan is a model. It's a report. Okay. It it's a prediction based on certain assumptions and all models are wrong. They're wrong from the get-go. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, if if that's what a financial plan is, well, how is it always wrong? <laughs> well, it's it's wrong because we make certain assumptions about the future, about mm. data. Okay, got it. Yeah, absolutely. And we don't know what that future will be. Mm-hmm. Just like when we when we we set off um, uh, from the harbor, we don't know exactly what the um, the seas will bring us, what the weather will bring us. We we just don't know exactly how it's going to play out. We do have a plan when we leave that harbor, but we don't know exactly how it's going to unfold. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I mean by that. It's um, it's it's very likely. Matter of fact, I believe it's certain that the, that the that the plan, the prediction that we 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 put on paper today, is going to be wrong. It's not going to be a hundred percent perfect, and and that's a, just I think an important thing to know. Gotcha. So yeah. so to me, the planning process is really around dealing with all the changes to the assumptions that are going to occur. So the, the it's so important to review your assumptions each and every year. To confirm that you're still on the right path, or that you're, or that you're still heading in the right direction to get to that destination, so so, their financial planning models that that we produce, you know, the hundreds of pages of analysis, are really not designed to predict your future net worth. Their primary function is to help us determine if we're heading in the right direction, that we're we're still expecting to meet the objective. And that you're, we're still expecting uh, to get to our destination. Got it. All right. Okay. So that's the first reason all models are wrong. The second reason, and I stated this earlier, is that that assumptions change. Mm-hmm. Of course, <laughs> you know, yeah. asset values are different. Stocks and bonds go up and down, go up and down in value. We're we're adding, we're spending. Things change. Our kids, our kids need something. There's a wedding or a grandchild has a special need. We decide we want that new kitchen. We we want that second home. And my feeling is those the the necessary adjustments are small if we make them annually. But they're large if we're if we're reviewing our plan less frequently. Mm-hmm. So gotcha. as an example, if we're going along and we never check our map or our navigation for days on end, and the winds take us a hundred miles north when we should have been going uh, west, then we've got a larger correction to make. Mm-hmm. So the financial modeling helps us determine the consequences of making changes to the plan, if if any. You know, so if the changes to the model affect the results, do we need to make the adjustments? That's kind of the question. What kind of adjustments do we need to make? And my experience is, as I said before, is that is that we make these relatively small adjustments annually, then 
we're not forced to make larger, more difficult adjustments um, down the road. Yeah, makes sense. So just as an example, we have a client that sold his business in 2006, and he retired, and he was told by his bank investment firm that you know he had adequate resources to meet all of his objectives. And he and frankly, he went on a buying spree. You know, mm. second homes, expensive cars, ex- uh, entertainment, private school for kids, travel, all of those things. And uh, and then the Great Recession took place back in two thousand and seven, and the and the bear market, uh, which which lasted for eighteen months. And uh, you know, he like everyone suffered a decline in his portfolio. But unfortunately. Neither he nor the bank reviewed his spending assumptions, and and he kept on spending. You know, it, it it's what happened. Yeah, and this happened for a few years, and we came along, and we really dove into these spending assumptions and objectives, and we suggested significant adjustments, and that was helpful. And then markets recovered a bit. You know, from two thousand and nine basically through 2000, early 2020. Um, and, and since then, we've had this, this additional adjustment. And, and now he's, he's forced to make even harder choices because he didn't, he didn't make the adjustments uh, or he didn't make as significant adjustments as he should have earlier. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really going to be quite painful for him and his family. They have to make some, some hard choices. So that's just an example of uh, of really keeping up with these uh, assumption changes. The third reason to review your plan annually is that the data gets better over time. It, it, meaning our the models get better over time. Mm-hmm. So you know I, I'd like to say that all of our clients keep track of everything really well. Uh, but that just isn't the case, you know. So, so when we first meet our clients, they may not have as much a deep understanding about their income, expenses, and assets as they as they will after we start working together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's understanding where and how that money is spent that that's 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 hard, and it's hard for many of our clients. Not all, but but for many. Um, and, and, and my experience is that over time as we're asking questions, as we're working through the process of gathering data and coaching them, um, that the information that we're getting as far as income and expenses and assumptions gets better. They get a bit clearer idea of what they want and when they want it. And because of that, the journey gets clearer. So, you know, on previous podcasts, we discussed about some of the technologies that we used to get a, a better handle on their expenses. And I just use that as an example of, of there are ways to fine tune your, your data over time, but it, it does take time. Got it. All right. The fourth reason is that these good habits of reviewing your plan, gathering data, you're looking at the assumptions each year, if we do that, we develop good habits. And as we know, <laughs> that good habits, they lead to better results. Mm-hmm. Whether it's diet or exercise or financial budgeting and, and, and analysis, good habits lead to better results over, over time. And, and I say that because, you know, the reality is, is that 
that most of us only have so much bandwidth. You know, we, we've got life to live. We've got work. We've got family. We've got things that we want to do. And, and, and it's hard to fix all of our issues at, at, in one fell swoop. And so if we think about the planning process as something that happens over time, it, it really allows you to focus on, on items, accomplish things that you need to accomplish, and then deal with different priorities over time. And I think that's a, a helpful and realistic way to look at it. We'd like to think that our clients take all of our recommendations and implement everything we discuss right, right away, but it just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. And so what we want to do is unfold these things over time. It, it, it could take months, it might take years, but um, it allows us to focus and accomplish things over time. So one year, maybe we'll look at their, at, at make adjustments to investments. Another year, maybe we'll look at the their estate plan, uh, uh, updating beneficiary designations, uh, make sure assets are owned properly, uh, gifting to kids, grandkids. Uh, another year, we'll, we'll focus on tax planning. So, you know, our, we see our job as, as, as planners is, is really helping our clients get things done, not just giving them a planning, uh, a plan, a map and say, OK, you find your way. Mm -hmm. It's really working them through this process. So uh, good habits lead to better results, especially if they're done on an ongoing basis. Well, and, and like you said, your clients don't take every bit of advice that you give and, and everything that you tell them and implement it right away. Because if they did, they'd be robots, right? You're working with human beings with emotions and feelings and, and they make their own decisions. And again, being able to help create those positive and good habits, I think that's, well, that's half the battle at least with what you, you know, the work you do with your clients, in my opinion, because you work with them on a very personal basis, which I, I think is fantastic. And that, that's one of the things that kind of sets you apart from a lot of other advisors out there. I know that everybody says, oh, I, I, I like my clients, so on and so forth. But truly, you work hand in hand with them. And uh, I'm, I, you're not a counselor by any means, but your counsel means so much to the people that you work with. So I appreciate that. Um, what's number five today, Peter? Yeah, this is, um, I think, hopefully the, uh, the, the dessert <laughs> of, of, <laughs> of reviewing your plan every year. Uh, kind of similar to the, the ice cream. Um, yeah. It really feels good to accomplish things <laughs> for our clients and mm -hmm. for all of us. I mean, you're just checking things off the list. Um, it feels like you're making progress. And, uh, and that feels good. Yes. Uh, it, 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 you know, so in my, my, my world of planning, I think that clarity reduces anxiety. Mm -hmm. I think that, that having um, uh, dreams that are realistic, that you can move forward to and, 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 look, and look forward to, mm -hmm. make, give us purpose. I think um, feeling more confident in 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 our our plans and our journey gives us uh, more confidence to make better decisions. Mm -hmm. And um, I think the last item I think is so important is that we've got clarity, we've got realistic dreams, we're we're feeling more confident, and I find that then. Um, 
our emotions and and our our internal biases that we just they that we all have become less of an obstacle they don't weigh us down mm-hmm. we're able to become free of this burden we all have these obstacles <laughs> these w- walls we're trying to climb and, and sometimes decision making around certain uh financial planning issues is is hard but with clarity with with realistic um, goals and objectives and being feeling confident, we're we're truly able to move forward, and so so it, it the fifth item I think is so important. It it feels good and and then we do it again and again and again, and uh, it becomes part of uh, your world. You know, yeah. just making sure you're 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 planning ahead, that you're looking forward to the next step, and um, and you'll get to your destination. Yeah, and as you reach those goals and accomplish those different things, you're more invigorated and re-energized to to continue wanting to accomplish more, right? I mean, you see those next steps, and those steps kind of look hard, but you know what? It feels good right where I'm at, and I got this done. I know I'm going to feel even better when I get to that next step. And so you start to move forward and and, and create that pattern, I think. And so this is such an important message for everybody to be hearing right now, especially during this time. Uh, because there's a lot of setbacks that a lot of people have faced, and moving forward is the only way to get out of the the spot that we're in. Obviously, and I think this is such a good message. Thank you so much for sharing this, Peter. Oh, you're welcome, Eric. I think I think the this planning process where we take our clients through this annual review is just so vital, uh, and it also is very um, satisfying as a planner to mm-hmm. help our clients. Not just once. Once is important, and that's good, but to do it on an regular basis it, it it's so satisfying to work with these to work with our clients and, and to help them meet their goals and yeah. uh and i i hope to continue doing it for a long time so thank you eric i hope you continue to do it for a long time too peter uh again thank you so much for the content today this is a fantastic podcast great thanks and to you the listening audience i want to thank you as well for tuning in and listening to the wealth is in the details podcast with peter raskin If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Peter comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks so much for listening today. For everyone at Raskin Planning Group, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Wealth is in the Details podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Peter Raskin is a registered representative of Lincoln Financial Advisors. Securities offered through Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation, a broker, dealer, member SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Sagemark Consulting, a division of Lincoln Financial Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Insurance offered through Lincoln Affiliates and other fine companies. Raskin Planning Group is not an affiliate of Lincoln Financial Advisors. Lincoln Financial Advisors Corporation and its representatives do not provide legal or tax advice. 
you may want to consult a legal or tax advisor regarding any legal or tax information as it relates to your personal circumstances. Lincoln Financial Advisors does not provide tax planning but offers tax reduction strategies as part of their financial planning services.